Hello, e-commerce fans, and welcome to 10 Minute Ecom, an AOV Lab podcast. Every episode, we break down a new and different tactic that can help you improve your e-commerce KPIs, key performance indicators. I'm your host, Andrew Figgins, and like most of you, I am an e-commerce professional. You may know me as the founder of AOV Lab, the former VP of Digital Product Innovation at Scrubs and Beyond, the former Director of E-commerce Technology at Rural King, or just from LinkedIn. Today, I'm excited to be talking to Brendan Lilly, an e-commerce colleague that has held a variety of interesting roles in e-commerce, including an FW web company. Anyway, Brendan, what did you come on the show today to share with your e-commerce colleagues? Hi, I'm Brendan Lilly uh, with the FW web company out of the Northeast United States. One thing that I've seen that works in e-commerce is the facts and FUDs exercise uh, as a team building and customer experience development. Thank you, Brendan. And in case you didn't catch his last word there, his audio cut out just a little bit. The facts and FUDs exercise as a team building and customer experience development tool. This is a great topic and something that was very unexpected to come up as a tactic on to Eminent Ecom, but hope you enjoy it. After the ad, we'll get right into the chat. Today's episode of 10 Minute Ecom is brought to you by Thrive Commerce. If you are struggling to get your on-site promotions seen and engaged with, Thrive Commerce is a go-to tool that can help. I am actually a repeat customer of Thrive, most recently with Chefware.com, and I can't say enough about how impactful their tools are at driving increased conversion and revenue. If you'd like to set up a discovery call with Thrive, head over to aovlab.com and tap on Vendor Network to set up your 30-minute discovery call and to see what all the fuss is about. And now, back to the show. Awesome, Brendan. I'm happy to be talking to you today here on 10 Minute Ecom. Tell me a little bit about facts and FUDs because this was a new concept uh, to me. Like I knew the acronyms, FAQs and FUDs, but tell me a little bit about this and how you're using it for team building. So one thing looking at our analytics, especially on B2C sites, more and more customers are landing on pages other than homepage, right? Their product-driven searches and new customer acquisition often lands on various PDPs or CLPs. You're targeting those. And long story short, for, for some of the lesser known brands, you have to find a way to communicate all the facts and FUDs to those customers within a PDP. It's not just about the product image and the price. It goes beyond that into the trust and completing the transaction with you and who your company is and, and are you an authorized reseller, right? That makes sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you mentioned we were chatting about this tactic a little bit before um, the recording today. And you mentioned that it's not just for e-commerce professionals, but you actually get a broader team involved. And that's the fun part of this. It's, it's a brainstorming group activity where you build buy-in to the overall customer experience. And there's a lot of contributions that different uh, roles can have to this. We would not only have our SEO guy or our marketing person or the data governance person, but also sales team, IT team, everyone involved in really having a group discussion about what, what customers see when they come to the page and does it cover all of their questions and all their doubts and uncertainties and completing a transaction with us. And so you can, we put up using either a whiteboard or or whatever uh, medium you want, brainstorm and put together the list. And then from there you work on how, how do you integrate it and implement 
those ideas into the site. I wanted to ask you a little bit about some specific ones that you've uh, experienced in the past where you've had the meeting, you've got your brainstorming session, you've got your whiteboard. Have there been a couple things like insights from the team or maybe even an unexpected person, like you said, uh, when you've got that cross-functional team, sometimes you've got people who have been in the business for five, 10, 15, 20 years, but they're not technical people. That means nothing because they can be product experts. They can bring so much just interesting background. What's been something that maybe someone's brought up in one of the facts and FUDs sessions that surprised you? One of the more interesting components, and, and this goes into the overall catalog structure and data structure, what we're moving into, current companies moving into a new PIM system here in the next week. And in terms of organizing uh, related products in, in the different types of cross-references, uh, whether it's a universal replacement, whether it's a direct replacement, whether it's just a variant of the product, right? And, and understanding how different customers view those and, and how that, how to display that in a relevant um, manner is one of the things that is always fascinating to me in, in various companies and in working with the sales team, particularly like sometimes I think color might be the most relevant switch, right? And, and that's just from the retail perspective. Um, whereas in B2B, they're looking at a specific technical component, right? And, and working with the teams to understand, um, how those different references and different, uh, related products come in is, is always one of the, the more interesting components alongside all the basic stuff of cross sales and that kind of thing that you can drive from data. I did have a question. Something came to mind when you were mentioning, I think the facts and FUD session that I wanted to ask you about, which is with AB testing, sometimes in the past, I've found it's, it's either taking an element away or it's adding something new. In my experience, a lot of it's been taking things away from the page. Has that been anything that you all have found as you've gone through some of those sessions is maybe some elements that didn't really need to be there? Or are you seeing in many cases that it's like, it's the addition of something, like you mentioned, it's a badge, it's some more text. There's tons of places to bury information on a PDP or anywhere on the site. And one of the things I've moved away from is really the kind of fluffy SEO copy that was all the rage for years. And that really is more of a distraction. One, people just don't read paragraphs anymore. <laughs> and if you do need to have that for SEO purposes, maybe you, I guess the key to a PDP is organization, right? Not only having all the components, but making sure that you have it organized in a way that is relevant to the user. They, again, most of them are not reading these long multi-paragraph descriptions that you buried a bunch of keywords or uh, topics in, right? So that, that's the one thing I've moved away from and moved, we've stopped investing in that largely. And again, the organization is just putting people in understanding what are the priorities and what do they need to see above the fold and how do they digest and, you know, proceed with consideration of purchasing. Excellent. And you mentioned this tactic is a good team building tool. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that aspect of it. And is there, is there a particular type of team member that lends themselves well to this type of thing? Yeah, it, the kind of the, this is where the, the really interesting component has been for me. It's sometimes the people that are furthest from the customer that really get engaged in this. Obviously the salespeople are happy to share anything and everything about um, their experience. Right. Um, but honestly, I've had some of uh, some people that have been working in data gov for 20 plus years 
all of a sudden really start to engage in how their their work is being interpreted and viewed and, and considered by the customer. And that that was that was always a, a really fun part of that experience. Yeah, it's hard to imagine like data governance people being in that mode, but that's pretty impressive that you're able to work it in a way that you can draw out that experience. And that well, and it, yeah, exactly. And it goes back to, it helps them value their role with, within the company and, and their role within the customer experience and, and driving uh, revenue. Absolutely. So Brendan, I wanted to ask you about this just in terms of its effectiveness. I think this sounds like it's something that maybe could even have a larger impact if done right. Talk a little bit about how to do this right and what the impact can be. Absolutely. After the brainstorming, then you actually have to get the work done, right? And the implementation phase, and it is helpful in, in I find more cross-functional teamwork in, in implementing these changes after doing this brainstorm together. It's not just a handed down idea from a product manager somewhere, right? So that part is definitely a benefit during the implementation phase. But beyond that, I found this is one of the most effective revenue drivers in e-commerce. It's really solidifying and building out those PDPs as revenue drivers themselves. That's pretty neat. It sounds like you've got a way that you can basically get not only one voice of the customer, but you're getting a combined lots of eyes and lots of voices and lots of perspectives that you've been able to draw in from your team, which is great. Wanted to ask you just one last question. This is 10 minute e-com. And so we don't have a whole lot of time today, but right. is there anything else that you'd like to just share or say to your colleagues in e-com that might be listening today? Yeah. So one of the things that I really love is seeing this community evolve and seeing the, we spoke about this, that for several years, there was just simply not enough fresh content. There was a couple of podcasts starting and stopping around this stuff. There wasn't much information out there. Now there's more content coming out and the community is really starting to build and that's exciting. And it's a great place, I think, for us to end up today because that's really, that is the goal of AOV Lab. And this podcast is meant to be a resource for folks like us, folks in e-com that have been in for a while. Whether you've been in e-commerce for a while or you're just getting started, I think it's great to hear a tactic like this, Brennan, that you brought on the show today because it can apply to so many teams that are out there. So thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it. We've hit that 10 minute mark, so that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to again thank our guest, Brendan Lilly. If you have a moment, be sure to subscribe, like, or follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever it is that you listen. There is yet another way to support the show, and that's by being a guest on the show. If you work in e-com and you're listening and you're thinking, I could do that, I've got a tactic to share. Well, first, I'd like some credit for being a mind reader. Others within my solar system, including some orbiting nearby, do not think I'm a mind reader, and you are evidence to the contrary, and I think that's real special. But if you thought that, and you do have a tactic that you'd like to share with your colleagues in e-commerce, reach on out to humans at aovlab.com and tell them that Andrew sent you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the show. Until next time, this is Andrew Figgins signing off and saying, have a good one.